show slash podcast called we got your six at six playtime every week we bring you a guest many times we have a new musician for you and we share all the good and sometimes not so good things that are happening around our world tonight will not disappoint we would like to call out a couple of our favorite groups i can't say that favorite groups anyway um tonight i want to give a a little or a big shout out that was a legal because that was a little um, shout out to our friend Jonathan Crochet and his bourbon battle buddies. Thank you for all your support and thanks for being part of our group, Mr. J Train. And then I would like to also, um, I don't even know, I think Peggy and Bobby Kretzinger might be back from their vacation because I'm not mad at all that they get to go to, you know, um, to, I don't know, whatever. They go to the beach for their vacation a couple times a year, and it's amazing. So, Bobby, Peggy, if you're out there, um, happy anniversary, by the way. And um, and thanks for being, being the people that you are. So today is 06 August 2023. We have an amazing guest for you tonight. We have Jay Hart Bailey with us. JMB will not only be bringing us the music tonight, but he will also shares the stories, what brought him to the People's Patriot Project, what, what really gets him rolling with his music. You're going to love what's in store for you tonight. So stay tuned for more fun and some learning with us, um, our guests as well. And those of you who are participating, please don't be afraid to call your questions, um, call out your answers. You like If we don't like them, we just don't share them. So it's okay. You can talk them. I'm just kidding. Um, I also want to remind you, if you're showing up as Facebook user, you can leave it that way. But if you would like us to know who to say hello to, you can just follow this link that's going to pop up in a second. 
And what it does, it's it's okay because we're not going to sell you anything or sell your name anywhere. Um, but it will allow your name to show up on Facebook through this StreamYard program. Thank you. Now, uh, I have a little pledge. I really, mm, I was a Girl Scout, so I used to do this when I did my pledge. So I'm not sure what our Patriot finger, can, do we have a thing? I mean, can we do hang 10? Anyway, um, I'm talking to the people backstage. They're, they're, <laughs> I don't know if that's appropriate. I'm not sure what it means. <laughs> um, so I just need to say that we know why we get to do this. Thank you to the service members and first responders that have committed their time, their sweat, their blood, limbs, family, lives to give us the freedoms that we have that allow us to do what we do daily. And you know what? I, What do we get to do daily? I mean, really, I, I, I go to church on Sundays. I get to go to uh, take my pontoon out when I want to. I can go have lunch with the People's Patriot Project. I can take classes, whatever. Okay. So let's think about all those cool things that we get to do because we have the freedoms that we have. Um, before we get started, I would like you to take off your hats. Stand if you can, cover your heart, and join us for the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. I forgot. We have the toys back. That is Travis Partington. Um, Duluth is not horribly far away, Travis. Um, it's colder up there than it is here, just so you know. Nah. Yeah, yeah, they got yeah. the Yeah, don't argue with me, dude. I yeah. Hey, you, so we were given Andrew, or I was given, we do have kind of a EP313 is our number. We That's what we've done, but we don't do a special <laughs> Boy Scout, Girl Scout sign. And it wasn't, yeah, that's not, I, I know you're looking. One and three. One and three, baby. One and three. Is that backwards or is that right? Depends on which way you go. If I'm looking at one and three, one and three. No, you gave me 31 both times. Well, it's the other way around. <laughs> All right. Oh, bah, 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 bah. Where's our yeah. guests? Hey. Do this in February. It is freaking cold. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but that's not, that's not this time of year right now, but it is. Uh, <laughs> Duluth is a crazy little town. I love Duluth. I love Duluth. I love Duluth. So don't get – some people pronounce it Duluth just for the record. And it's no, like, I don't think anybody pronounces it Duluth. I, I actually went there, and I saw a speaker there once, and he says, it's so good to be here in Duluth. And I'm like, everyone's booing and hissing them at that point. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> Oh, your audience, buddy. This is not the loss. Not Duluth. Was that speaker um, like a really prominent person in the USA? No, 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 no not that one. No. Okay. No. Um, 
You know, sometimes life happens, and we totally get it. Uh, by no sense or means do we ever uh, – we don't get butt hurt. We do our mission regardless. We're here every Sunday, 1800 Central Standard Time, because our our branding and marketing department was real brilliant when you're looking at, at the time, the top two people on the, the line here where we said, oh, yeah, we got your six at six. That'll be great. Well, only when you're in the Central Time Zone. Well, it'll be 6 o'clock uh, at 1800, but uh, everyone else is joining us across the country. We appreciate you. We, we love you, and we thank you for being here. Um, I don't know why I'm reading your note. My note? Like Am I still cold. freezing up a little bit? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Gosh, dang it. it. must be my internet. So... Internet work and uh, working on some of the things that uh, we get to work on, and because of those service members that have given us the opportunity, uh, Travis, it's good to see you here, brother. Thank you for all your comments. Thank you. Uh, if you don't or haven't had the chance to hear Oscar Mike Radio, go ahead. Uh, that's one of his podcasts, and he works with a couple of other guys. Uh, uh, Hellfish Haven, and uh, we are resilient, and uh, it's uh, it's good to watch and see what they're doing. Uh, Travis, a dear friend, uh, awesome opportunity we had with Travis. Gosh, it's been too long already, buddy. But uh, we met Travis down in Nashville three years ago uh, at an event, and uh, what an amazing opportunity that was. And we're just glad to have him in the network. Travis, I agree. Let's fix what it. What platform do you do your show on, Travis? Because I notice when you guys do your all the comments, they all, they, all your comments stream. I like, kind of like that feature. We ready? Shoot, brother. All right. So uh, August is the month of uh, August is National Wellness Month. The idea is to remind people to prioritize their own self care, manage their own stress levels, and to promote healthy routines. Uh, you can find wholesome, healthy routines that you can do regularly that give you some sort of peace and happiness. Uh, make yourself a priority. And treat yourself like you treat those that you love. Um, last Saturday, which we missed it uh, leading into the podcast on Sunday, but last Saturday, July 29th, uh, country music singer Craig Morgan re-enlisted into the Army Reserves while standing on stage at the Grand Ole Opry. Morgan had previously served in the Army for 17 years. He held uh, several certifications like Airborne, Air Assault, and uh, Rappel Master. Um, He said, quote, I love being an artist, but I consider it a true privilege and honor to work with what I believe are the greatest of Americans, my fellow soldiers. God bless America and go Army. End quote. So I thought that was pretty cool. Craig Morgan's 59 years old, re-enlisted in the military. Um, and doing it publicly to hope uh, bolster some some uh, some new enlistments. Anyways, moving on. August sixth, nineteen forty-five, uh, Hiroshima, Japan, was struck with a uranium bomb, little boy, that, that was dropped from the B twenty-nine airplane named Enola Gay. This would, of course, change the history of warfare as we know it. The atom bomb killed an estimated 140,000 people in the first use of a nuclear weapon in warfare. The bomb was a uranium fission, we- uranium 
fission weapon, and the yield is in the region of around 20,000 tons of TNT. 60% of the city is destroyed in the blast and the firestorm that would follow, and about 80,000 Japanese are killed. It's not the most devastating bombing attack of the war, but the efficiency of the effort involved in sending only one plane on a mission to destroy a city would show all too well the change in the thinking of military and political powers that would lead to the change of warfare. Also on August 6, 1945, Major Richard Bong died while fighting while fight testing an experimental fighter jet. He was only 24 years old. At the age of 24, not only was he a major, but he was also the top scoring American fighter ace of World War II with over 40 victories. August 6, 1991, Tom Berners-Lee released his files describing his idea for the World Wide Web. WWW debuts as a publicly available service on the internet and that is why we're here today. We all know what that did and how it is still changing the course of history. August 7th is Purple Heart Day. The original Purple Heart was designed as a badge of merit and was awarded by George Washington in 1782. The honor was presented to soldiers for any singularly meritorious action. George Washington only handed out three of these badges personally and instead authorized his subordinates to issue the badges as they saw fit. The badge of merit would fade from use, but it was revived and relaunched again in 1932, this time called the Purple Heart. In 1932, it honored those wounded in as well as recognized commendable action. But in 1944, the policy was tweaked again and will become the Purple Heart as we know it today, being issued only to those who were wounded or died. The first service member to be given the modern Purple Heart was General Douglas MacArthur for his service in the Pacific Theater during World War II. In total, there have been 1.8 million Purple Hearts awarded over the years, including over 1 million awarded to soldiers in World War II alone. A uh, little personal note here. Um, there's a man local to me. He's out of Homa, Louisiana. His name is Albert Lee Rett. Um, I'm super proud to call him my friend. He's the uh, commander of our local chapter, chapter of the United Veterans League. He's a multiple Purple Heart recipient. He was wounded in combat as a PFC in March of 1968, uh, two more times in May of 1968, and again in September of 1968, all during the Vietnam conflict. And uh, as a member of the United Veteran Veterans League, it's an honor and privilege to stand next to him and do details with him. So, Mr. Albert Lee Rett, if you're watching, sir, I am uh, honored to be your friend. And that's all I got. That's not all, brother. That's not all. That's not all you got. <laughs> Patriot Pride. Oh. Mr. Daniels, good to see you, brother. I, I'd i like to get into the dialogue that you don't have to share names. You don't have to share people. You don't have to share even the content of the conversation, Jonathan. But I liked the conversation you had with a person that was engaging you. Do you want to share anything about that conversation? So I, I do my best to um, 
trying to do something motivational or, you know, uh, just something that inspires me every day, right? I, I always hope for a conversation, but there was somebody that jumped on and, and kind of had a, a back and forth conversation, um, maybe a, a slight disagreement um, or a difference of opinion. We'll call it that. You ready? Okay, so we had this uh, difference of opinion, and we discussed it uh, back and forth a few times, and it ended with uh, just, you know, there, there was a gratitude between both of us that uh, we ended up having this disagreement or, how did I say that, a difference of opinions, and we're able to, to talk about it and do it uh, in a civilized manner, and at the end, I was like, man, thank you for the, you know, thank you for the conversation, like, it's it's enjoyable to um, engage with people that make you think and and either reinforce or or you know vary your your way of thinking. Um, wait, wait a minute! I, I you guys were having a conversation, and you, you guys didn't have the same opinions, and you you both had different thoughts, and and you still made it without doing posts on social media and. And, and blowing it up into something that you guys were able to talk after the fact? Yeah. What? Yeah. I know it's crazy, but it happens. <laughs> that is ridiculous. I, I've never heard of such a thing. Well. Yeah. Um, well, you know, I had to unblock them first. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm just <laughs> But, no, um, it was it was very... Um, I don't know the word that comes to mind is invigorating, but it was very um, enjoyable. And the weird part is, I was drugged into a conversation this weekend at a conference I was at. Uh, fellow veteran, um, and he wanted they, he another person introduced us and said, "Hey, this is what Mark and Andrew was at the same conference. This is what these guys are doing." And and this guy did nothing but want to antagonize. And I'm like, okay, yeah, this is what we do, and this is what we're going to – and he's like, well, it's not enough. And I'm like, okay, I understand it's not enough. but And it got down to the point where I my classic, my classic, not to put him on the spot, but what are you doing to help out? And of course, he didn't want to engage in that conversation. But it's interesting. You get people out there. I got a real sharp-looking cowboy that wants to come in on the show. Well, there's Andrea. Boom. Hi, Andrea. Let's try it. Let's try it again. I shut everything off. We'll see if it you're works. Not, you're not the real sharp-looking cowboy. You're real sharp-looking, but you're not a cowboy. <laughs> Let's bring this guy in. Uh oh, Jerry, Mark, Lee. I'm, I'm here. Brother. Hey guys. Here. I think you guys are going this way. That's better. Yeah. Yeah. That works. That works. How are you guys? And we're good. And where are you calling in tonight from? Uh, I'm in Tampa, Florida tonight. I'm actually, I'm in the green room just waiting to go out there and play some music. Outstanding. Yeah. Um, so tell us a little bit about your background, brother. Oh, goodness. Um, I grew up in Utah and uh, love 
like the Western culture. I'm sure you couldn't tell at all. And um, I was always, I mean, I always loved music. I've tried my hand at like a million different things, but music has always been at the core of, for me. Rock and roll. I mean, you name it, everything. I love it all. Grew up on ACDC and all those bands of that era. But then also, you know, Willie Nelson and my mom would sing Dolly Parton and Crystal Gale and, you know, all the good stuff. So I started drumming when I was nine and um, uh, had some issues with my wrist. Years later, I actually started uh, playing some shows and opening for Shane McAnally, if you guys know who he is. And uh, that was my first foray into like some of the bigger stuff. And then I had to relearn how to play guitar and sing. And I remember my first gig that I ever did. I, I kind of sometimes say this, but I had one of my buddies that came up. They played us. They paid us seven hundred dollars to pay to play a gig in the middle of the park after a rainstorm. And I was standing on like a, a four by eight sheet of plywood so that we wouldn't get wet. And uh, we didn't. We didn't have, you know, any of our own stuff, so we were playing some covers. And I remember getting done with that show, and one of my very good friends comes up and he goes, "Man, that was so cool. That was that was really cool. It's really great that you're doing this, but dude, you can't sing. You should never sing again." And uh, <laughs> I was like, "Ah, oh, oh, okay. Well, all right." And uh, basically, I, I could take it one of two ways. It was either I was gonna just that lit the fire, and I was gonna prove him very wrong or I just go back to you know hanging out and being backstage but anyway I I pursued it I kept going so now we're seven, seven albums in and we've got some radio hits and and uh part of a small independent record label and booking agency and now working with y'all and so what just, you're working with us <laughs> teasing because we have not made an official statement at all ever yet oh well i I think i'm I'm trying i'm trying um yeah we want to do a bigger announcement but that's uh (laughs) so the amazing piece is the network that uh wp3 is and when i say has put together it's it's not the workings of wp3 it's the workings of all the cogs in in this working machine that uh connects many 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 entities together and so great friend gabriel wren uh connected uh, us with uh j mark bailey gabriel wren is uh um trinity productions and film and uh he's actually part of uh an organization that you're working with um yeah, and just, that is chair 55 we just brought him into chair 55 yep and we were yeah. we held that we held that position open for quite a long time before finding the right fit and gabe for sure was this, I mean he was the right fit. So. He's a he's a hard working man. He um, is. And he just got done. He was out on the road and he sent me a couple of uh, messages last night. He was out with the Swan Brothers in Vegas and in California last two nights. So. Well, and that's a, a great group that's in your network. They're not can't say official things on that. They're they're just in the network, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but you've got a, a number of great artists in Chair 55. Yep. You want to share anything about that? Yeah, we do some work. We do some middle broker work with Little Texas. We've got Ryan Weaver. Uh, Ryan's a, a veteran, and he's um, he was, for two years, he was the sole entertainment for the PBR. So he went out and opened all the big 
pro bull rider shows uh, for the PBR and all those arenas. And he is a phenomenal entertainer. You guys know, I think you've had him on before. So we have, yeah, we're doing some work with Ryan and then we got Dave Gibson. Who's a, and he's got six number ones under his belt. And I think 10 top forties that he's written, including stuff like, uh, queen of Memphis. Daddy never was the Cadillac kind jukebox in my mind for Alabama ships that don't come in for Joe Diffie. So, yeah, it's fun. We've, and then, you know, we've got we've got the up-and-comers on the roster that are all super talented. So, And you throw Dave Gibson in there, and, I mean, you dr- throw the name, and a lot of people don't connect the name because the songwriter never gets the credit. I mean, they get yeah. the credit, but it's the guy that's – or gal that's sitting on stage that gets all the recognition for the song. But Dave Gibson is an, is an, is an all-star in – country music network i mean he's oh, yeah. he's at the top yep you you're, you will look long and hard i mean those are only songs that i mentioned that he's written that are songs that uh in the past that were credited directly to him but he's co-written tons and tons of stuff all the way up through the last 40 years here in nashville so there's there's so much stuff out there that's so awesome yeah um and you're performing still, like you said, you're in the green room. You're getting ready to go out and play tonight. Uh, yeah, you got three songs lined up for us. Uh, Unbroken, I can't stop you, and Deepest Blue. Which uh, one would you like to talk about? Let's talk about Unbroken because that one is that one's my life story. That is my whole everything. So first time I played it, uh, I played it. I broke it out after. Well, I wasn't going to record it. I wrote it years ago after going through some really tough times and. I remember waking up one day and just decide, having to make a conscientious decision, you know, was I going to put one foot in front of the other, you know, and I was, I feel like everybody was kind of against me at that time with the stuff I was going through. It kind of felt like, you know, hell was just raining down, you know? And so I remember waking up and going, you know what, for lack of a better way to put it, you know, they can all kiss my hiney and, and I'm going to stand unbroken. It was really kind of a rebellious, angry version of unbroken, right? And then 10 years go by, and I got an opportunity to write with Benji Harris here in Nashville. And, and he said, all right, well, let's, let's write a rodeo rock and roll tune, or let's write something about your life. And so I pulled out unbroken, and we, re- we rewrote the whole song. And, and, um, and again, a cathartic ride. It wasn't something I was thinking, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go record this. So I let one of my buddies... Um, Ron Palmer, who's a producer here, here, and then Buddy Hyatt, who does all of my personal production, and they they told me that I just needed to get out of my own way, and then I needed to record it and then just let it fly, and so I did. And I remember the first time I played it acoustically after we had recorded it here on stage in Nashville, and I got about halfway through the song, and I just broke down balling, you know. So it was it's that song. I'm glad you're sharing it with us tonight. This is J. Mark Bailey with Unbroken. When I look into the mirror, I still see the same old me. Like a worn-in piece of leather I'm a little better Than I used to be 
not written like that anymore um that's j mark bailey with unbroken and uh what um i don't know that i've met a more level-headed person in my life than j mark and who just kind of stays right there all the time right there Uh, you can't see on podcasts you if you're watching he is Cool, mellow, unshooken, unstirred, uh, real all-American. And you, you might ask the question, why Why do you have J-Mark on? Why is he coming on? So here is the truth of the matter. 
the truth of the matter is um, we had a guest that requested that he be on, and we do that on occasion. Now, it's weird because the whole network is coming together and working, and Gabriel Wren says, hey, I need you to talk to this guy, J. Mark Bailey. Why? Uh, he's doing some of the things that might fit with what you're doing with music and uh, and the musicians you're working with in the in the network. And and that is turning out to be an amazing opportunity with him. Um, and we have learned an immense amount of just, it's just been a, a growth. It's been growth is what it has been. Um, and they are working in many capacities when it comes to the space project. All to be announced here soon. And again, we, we don't want to be vague, but we, we want to make sure that we have all the T's crossed and the I's dotted before we just throw that stuff out there. Now, um, we had, and normally we don't even announce uh, who our guests are when they're unable to make it, but uh, John Gossett with Life's Worth Living Foundation was the the nonprofit boots on the ground veteran organization that uh, um, J. Mark Bailey and him are friends. And so uh, John Gossett asked that Mark Bailey be the musician tonight, and Mark Bailey was all about that. And again, we had this booked out so far back that there's no way. The number one job of our the musicians is to be on stage playing. That's that's our our focus, and that's what he's doing tonight. So. I, I have no qualms. Stuff happens, um, and we are just absolutely 100% blessed having J. Mark. I, I, I'll i do the shout-outs real quick. Uh, you know, uh, this last week was the week of birthdays for the Peterson family, only in the fact that uh, my now 23-year-old son, uh, born August 3rd, and then, uh, or let me rephrase that, August 2nd, and it's confusing sometimes because I had one born a year later, August 3rd, uh, Morgan, who turned 22 this year. So uh, they, uh, the, the big birthday present in our world is uh, food. They like to eat. They like to eat and they like to challenge their father. Uh, Morgan asked this year for uh, shrimp po' boys. Went over phenomenal. Did you get and a recipe from Jonathan? I, what's that? You should have gotten the recipe from Jonathan. Yeah, they don't know how to cook down there. Not shrimp anyway, though. Shrimp especially, <laughs> right? So, the crazy piece is my son, Edinor, we're, we're meat and potatoes people, man. We're Midwesterners. Steak, potatoes. That's what we normally have. And my son came up with the challenge of he wanted tonkatsu. Tonkatsu. I'll say it one more time. Tonkatsu. And uh, that is a fried pork cutlet with curry. And uh, none of this stuff have I ever made before in my life. Um I am going to eat a lot more of it. I'm going to tell you that right now. Uh, it turned out easy. Oh. Do you have a question? Like when? Yeah, like what? What? Where's? What language are you speaking? When you say tonkatsu. Tonkatsu is Japanese. Okay. 
What is your favorite steak? That is a great question. Mine's a um, free and medium rare. Free is the best, yes. Then there's yeah. <laughs> is there a such thing as free? I mean, that's not a good steak. <laughs> Rarely a good steak is free. Yeah. Even on your birthday, it should be free if you're yeah. I I'd like well, it depends on the it depends on what the product is. Like, I mean, so I'll quit being snobbish. I my go to one hundred percent is classic ribeye, medium rare. Um, I'm not gonna lie, I also like a good tenderloin. I mean they're 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 to die for as well. And those are my two go tos. I've heard a lot about like that one with the bone in it. What's that called? That is called a tomahawk, but that's a ribeye. That's just a ribeye with a bone on it. Just a ribeye with a bone on it. Like many, it's the New York Strip. You're a New York Strip fan, huh? Yeah. Yep. Do we know who this uh, Facebook user was? Is that? Um, uh, I do not. Because that's a great question, but I'd like to know what their favorite steak is. Is it Ledford? Is Michael Ledford out there, or is it still Travis? Oh, my goodness. Is that, again, veteran royalty from Puerto Rico, if it is. That's that oh, awesome. If you're listening, Ledford, your face is so thin. What are you doing? Are you just surfing and skinny, swimming? brother. They're not feeding you down there on the island, I don't think. <laughs> He's out doing too much. That's what he's doing. That's what's always busy. Ratchets. What do what do you what do you call it? It's not so when you're like body surfing down the rocks. I call that falling. Well, yeah, because none of us would probably do that on purpose, but I see them doing it on purpose all the time. I call it crashing, tripping. He's still on there. He must uh must got frozen on. He says he's there. Tacos, too much money. Go tacos. Oh, you instead of steak. <laughs> oh. I, li- I like some Jeremy tacos Jeremy. now too, Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I I there's a many time I'd eat a taco over steak as well. So that's there's some truth to that. Truth to that. Mm, truth. Like like lunch instead of dinner time. Like <laughs> when are you actually choosing that? Hmm. What? When am I actually choosing that? Yeah. Uh, whenever I don't know. I so you, Andrea knows this. My go-to meal is nachos. I make everything either into nachos or poutine, and I can say poutine. That that word is legal to say on here, and it's I don't get a beeper for that. In case people are wanting, you can say poutine. It's not a naughty word. Um. And I don't have to use that either. Um, so my tonkatsu I made into poutine already because the curry it went over French fries and it went over the pork cutlet and it w- it was delicious today. Today, poutine today. Today, I don't know if it qualifies as official poutine, but um, did you make it two days in a row? So, what? No, to or I can't say. Well, tonkatsu. I mean, I made it yesterday for the birthday boy, but then I had leftovers, which I made put it on poutine today. Oh, oh, gotcha. 
Let's do another real quick song. We can't do an intro for it because we don't know. Time out. Potato, yep. potato. I get what he's saying. Same, oh, same. Nacho same, taco. Same. I get it. I get yep. it. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Um, absolutely. A nacho is a deconstructed taco. Hundred <laughs> percent. Or it's a broken taco shell with its guts on the outside. I mean, that's not a way to put it. I mean, pretty much. But there's some things I've made into nachos I don't necessarily think I'd put in a taco. You think? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, hmm. I just use the chip as the vehicle. You don't have to have a fork, right? It's the vehicle. Uh, it's, it's, sure. Sure, like a right? taco. Yeah, Andrea won. She won because she figured it out. The code. The Jeremy Daniels code. Is that English <laughs> coming out? <laughs> Daniels could have done code talking for our military. That's what could have happened. There we go. <laughs> there we go. All right. I, um, did you, were you talking about bringing in another song? Is that what you were talking yeah, about? Yeah, we got a couple songs for J-Mark. We can, we got loaded up, ready to roll. Um, okay. We won't be able to, we won't be able to do uh, an intro or tell you the story about it, but we can uh, showcase his music and, uh, uh, unfortunately, uh, J. Mark Bailey won't be one of those that uh, we get to play on WP3 Radio because he doesn't fit the narrative. Technically uh, not a veteran or a first responder. Technically. First responder, but uh, if you haven't had a chance to go listen to WP3 Radio, the link will get up here quickly. And if you listen to the podcast, which uh, now I don't have my sheet in front of me, uh, it gets a little bit more difficult to say the actual link to the radio station um, because it's got a bunch of extra stuff. That doesn't fit really well into the podcast world, does it? No, no, we could do. Listen to this. Those of you who might be listening to the podcast version of this, um, I have administered the link in into the write-up. So if you get a chance to go into the actual podcast, oh. wherever you're listening to it, you can catch the write-up and the link will be in the write-up. You you are one, I'm going to put this out there. You are one of the brightest people working for WP3. I'm just I, saying. <laughs> for sure, top three. Thank you for narrowing that down. <laughs> <laughs> that is much appreciated. Top 10, at least. I mean, let's... let's <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Leah, I'm sorry if they cut you. And Ray, that's <laughs> <laughs> been fun. That's actually that was actually the order was Ray, Lee, then you. But you know, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys are funny tonight. Wow, this is what happens. Well, folks. Go. If you show up late to the show, they have their ammo lined up for when you get there. <laughs> We've got uh, J. Mark Bailey, and I can't stop you. Up all night. 
pen to paper, four-page letter. I should have known better than to thank you who'd read it. I guess I wanted you to know I didn't want to let you go. Dreading this day since the day you told me that director called and said he liked your pictures and he wanted to meet you. I died the day I said to you, you gotta do what you gotta do. I can't stop you. You're a wheel already rolling. I can't keep you. You're a bird on a wing. You're about to fly. Can't hold you. Cause you were never mine to hold. Guess I gotta let you go. Let you go. Let you go. I don't wanna let you go. I can't stop you. Said 91, who the hell you chasing, son? I told him all about your angel face, green eyed dreams, your headstrong ways. He took my license and he ran my plates. I counted 84 trucks go by. On the shoulder, I began to cry. I can't stop you. You're a wheel already rolling. I can't keep you. You're a bird on a Mark Bailey with Can't Stop You. And now, now we can start because Gabriel Wren is here. Miss Eichmann, are you talking? Why do you never unmute me? Why? Why are you never unmuting me? God, you sit there and watch me talk. Not my job. <laughs> oh, really? Good job. I'm sorry. 
I'm gonna give me a second. Don't enter that person yet. Let him in. <laughs> Awkward. Oh, for Pete's sakes. I'm probably yeah. spelling it wrong. That's on him, though. <laughs> That's not what I put up there. I know. It's not. <laughs> I'm in Las Vegas, and out here I go by El Guapo. Okay. 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 You're out there with the Swan Brothers, we hear. Yeah. Yeah. We were out here, did two shows, did one in Vegas, one in California, and now I'm uh, in the airport heading home. Nice. Oh, you're heading back to Nashville? Yeah, yeah, my flight got delayed an hour and a half, but uh, had time to edit a music video, so that was good. Oh, what a, that time. Mm -hmm. what a... There we go. So you're just playing some J. Mark Bailey, huh? Well, he was on earlier, uh, but... Uh, oh, nice. You know, his job is to play music, and that's what he's doing right now. So we we, get, we cut the man a break, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, he's a, that's a great yeah. song. I like, I like that song. Same. Yeah. They were actually paying more than us. Otherwise, we would have made them stay. But <laughs> yeah. By the way, I still got some invoices out. What? For who? Not for us. <laughs> what? Y'all didn't get them. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the next one's gonna have late fees attached to it. Yeah. I've already. I sent it to collections. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if they would be on there though. Um, what's 12, 12 miles from me? Who is that? Is that you doing that? Who, no, I don't know who that is. Who is it? Nah, I think it's flying now. Yeah, everyone's jumping on, checking. That's a piece that's not my favorite about the the Streamyard link when it doesn't. Now, everyone, that's Jeremy. Jeremy mm -hmm. did. Um, what else you been up to? Uh, man, just working, just trying to, trying to, you know, do stuff and be somebody. Yeah, yeah. Been writing music. Got some, uh, got some prospects on some new songs I've been working on. So, may have a song coming out uh, in the next few months. You're kind of spoiled. You kind of do get to play with. Uh, some people down there that uh, know what they're doing. You know that, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, you can't – I mean, Nashville's got, like, you know, Brent Mason, who's the number one recorded guitar player of all time. I mean, he's arguably the best guitar player in country music, and he's a, a crazy good blues player. And then you've got right behind him is, is James Mitchell and Austin Crum, and both of those guys are, you know – I mean, they're they're in the top top echelon of people that record in Nashville and I just happen to fall into the uh, to the studio where they are all the time. Well, And you accidentally made a song with Mr. Gibson who just happens to be one of the, the greatest songwriters in, in the country as well. Have you, done, have you done an interview with him yet? I have not done an interview with him yet. I'll, I'll get you guys in contact. He's a great, he's a great interview. He'd be great to bring on. He's so much history. If you want to know about what happened in Nashville from the 80s on up and who did what, that's the man that knows it. He was well, there. He did, it. he did for all of them. Oh, yeah. And that yeah, his his music, I mean, the stuff that he's written is just out of, it, it's just next level. You know, I write a song and I think, hey, man, that's a pretty good tune. And then I take it to Dave and then Dave goes, let's do this, this, and this, and this. And then all of a sudden it's like, I mean, it's a whole other animal. 
Whoa. What was that? I have actually no idea what happened. <laughs> it's the government. <laughs> that was super interesting. I have actually it's I've weird. never seen that happen. Did you do that, Peter? Yeah. I that was like it. it was like a rolling blackout. Yeah. That's what happens when you're in Vegas, right? Yeah. Um no, and I, I hear uh Weaver signed on with uh chair fifty five as well. Yeah, and, Ryan Weaver uh, did. He's coming on board. Yeah. We're gonna be booking him out, getting him some stuff going. He's a man a heck of a good dude and just a talented guy. That he is. Exciting stuff. Yeah, he was with the NFR. I mean, yeah, the uh, the PBR, PBR for like two or three years, just as their main act, rolling around with them all over the yeah. world. That's crazy. I mean, that There's doesn't suck. We can do with that. There's things we can do with this stuff. So, yeah, Get the footprint bigger. So, what have awesome. you guys been doing this week? It was a birthday week. Well, oh yeah, for who? You? The not me. I, I no one ever knows when when mine is. I don't make a big deal about it. But his fledglings. My my offspring. Did you say his fledglings? Fledglings. <laughs> hey, do you got your your fancy chips in there next year, Eichmann? You're the you. You're the Did you here. get them? Gabriel, Which ones did you get? Uh, Which ones you eating on? Oh yeah, yeah. I had the barbecue right. and the uh, sea salt and vinegar ones on the way out here. Peterson is a naysayer, even though you understand all the ingredients on the can. There's only like eight of them. Right. And the worst thing on there is palm oil, which is 10 times better than hydrogenated vegetable oil. Yeah. Which is literally the same thing that your car runs on. Well, I don't eat those either. So Causes I, I flatulence. Cars? You don't eat cars? I don't eat cars and I don't eat I don't eat chips. I don't eat that crap. I just don't. Huh. I I uh that that's my downfall, man. I love chips. You like chips? That's, that's why you? I got those those fake Pringles, man. They're like healthy Pringles. You can eat them all you want to and you don't feel bad about it. And there's so I much need, I need that in my life. I've never known a person feeling bad about eating any kind of chip ever, for the record. I they oh, eat yeah. them just can't eat one, man. They, they do it by the fistfuls. Like oh, I feel guilty. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you keep eating those, because you feel guilty. And yeah. tacos. Yeah, you know what? It's a slippery tacos. slope. Just tacos. Speaking yeah, of tacos. So my father-in-law lives out here in Las Vegas, right? And he makes some of the best carne asada you ever had. My wife's Hispanic, mm -hmm. so... I mean, she came from a home where this guy, can, he makes it up. I mean, he worked at a meat market at Carnesaria when he was a kid. And uh, so I call him like, hey, I'm coming to Las Vegas. And he's like, great. I'd love to see you, mijo. And I was like, cool. And I get here and I'm like, hey, I'm here. And he goes, oh, we left. <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean you left? He's like, we went to Santa Rosa for Fiesta Fest. So they took off to California to see, well, I don't blame him. Fiesta Fest is awesome. But they took off the Fiesta Fest, and so like I didn't even get a whole. I didn't even get a taco here. He makes his own tortillas. I mean, he's like everything on his own. Oh. So oh, talk funny. about being bummed out. You that. 
Yeah. Came all the way to Vegas and couldn't even get a real taco. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's terrible you. news, man. I know. One of my favorite taco stories. Here's one of Peterson's stories. Uh, my One of my best friends was uh, a nuke out in San Diego. And uh, he goes, hey, let's go get a taco. And I'm like, oh, I'd love to get a taco. Why are we eating one taco? That is so weird that it's doing that. I've never seen this happen before, and that's okay. I'm telling you, it's so the government. We pull up to this taco stand, and it's the really – everyone knows California roadside taco stand. Heck, yeah. Yeah. And I'm thinking street tacos. So I'm like, hey, I'll take this one, this one, and this one. And he looks at me and goes, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm getting dinner. These tacos were the size of footballs. And I <laughs> ate tacos <laughs> for the whole week while we were there as leftovers. And it was just like, I've Good never. Grief. I know, it was nuts. <laughs> it was nuts. I know. That's in San Diego? Yeah. Huh. I've never seen that place. Well, it's a roadside. I'm a, I'm a street taco guy for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. The, so the worst the vehicle. Gabriel Wren here. Great. Gabriel Wren is of uh, Trinity Productions out of uh, Nashville. And uh, he also is a third partner within uh, Chair 55. Uh, and he's a, he's one of those Marines. One of those yeah. Marines. One of those guys. No, he's one of them. One of those. <laughs> you know, hard charging, overly attractive types. <laughs> Not the stereotype or anything. <laughs> yeah. He's in the Navy. You know, I mean, I'm still, you know, I'm 45 years old and uh, still fit in my blues. So, yeah, well, not all of us can say that. It's because you don't eat the chips I eat. Yeah. I was going to say it's because I'm not 45, but <laughs> I'm not 45 either. That's the other side. That's all. Um, what do yes, we got on next week? Well, let me just tell you because I'm down to one screen at the moment. Um, oh, well, let me. I can run no, it. I got I it. <laughs> mute him. Jonathan, mute him quick. Okay, so listen up. This is what we've got coming up on the 26th of August. And I'm not talking about our guests yet, so hang on. Um, we have got Operation Zero event at Veterans Lake of Ramsey. Oh, my gosh, this is like three weeks. Not even three weeks away anymore. 20 days. All right, that is here in Minnesota. That is their um, Operation Zero. We're going to go hang out with them for a day and see what they're up to and see if we can't um, – Connect with some more of our Minnesotan friends. Minnesotan friends. There you go. Um, you know, don't you know? And then on September 9, we've got two things going on. Sutton Ridge Farms, who we love and adore um, with their Highlander beef cows. Um, yep. Thank you. They are in Jordan, Minnesota. It, it's a cool drive besides for that. Uh, but they're having an event at the farm. Um, they do have some good sales on their meat and goods as well. Um, if you're Peterson, you can milk the cow in case you I milked the cow last year, didn't I? That wasn't the <laughs> first time I milked a cow, but 
It, it was a bull, but the, who cares? It, it was a cow. Straight up a cow. Uh, it was a dairy cow. Wasn't it, Andrea? Tell them why you know. I'm sure there's a picture somewhere, but I think I got I think I got sprayed with the milk. Maybe cattle. she got dead-eyed from 30 feet away. Dead-eyed, yes. yes. <laughs> okay, they're awesome. Sutton Ridge Farm is. They, um, Gabriel, you'd like it. It's all natural. Oh, I, I love Scottish Highlander. Those are great oh, cattle. It's, and they did a big, um, I said this last time, but they did a great big tribute to Vietnam veterans last year. So I would love to see what they do this year. But um, they send their proceeds over to uh, every third Saturday, who we've had on as guests, who we've done some fun things with. Um, they, too, are amazing. But, Gabriel, we will miss that day because we will be in Nebraska, a little town called Ashland, Nebraska. At Did he do that thing again? Yep. Yep. Oh, she's okay. That's um, weird. We will be at he'll be back. He'll be back. Hold on. <laughs> um, well, uh, we're gonna be at Hero Stock, Hero Stock, uh, 2023 with Jason Steiner and the crew, um, down in Ashland, Nebraska. And then we're looking at the Nashville Takeover, October 16th through 23. Um, that will be us, and we'll tell you more about that when the time comes to share. And then next week, you guys, we have, um, so I did not book this one, Mr. David Odgen. And and then um, we have Die Tired, who I did book, whose music is amazing. Um, but a cool name as well, Die Tired. I mean, that's pretty cool. Great people, great fun. And then we'll have a guest appearance by Mr. Jason Steiner as well, who I don't even know if he needs our appearance. He's had so many appearances <laughs> in the last month and a half that um, I'm pretty sure everyone should know him by the time Hero Stock rolls around, but we'll see what's new. We'll see what's been added to Hero Stock and, and who's all coming down and up and around. That's what we got. Gabriel, when's your flight out? Uh, well, it was supposed to be boarding here in the next 10 minutes, but now it's been delayed in almost an hour. So, yeah. Why you guys want to go on the plane? Yeah, if we can, yeah. We got some things you want to discuss in post-show, and if uh, if you're available, that'd be cool. If not, we'll, we'll figure it out another time. Well, we can have another meeting. That's what we're all about. We don't have school yet, so. Yeah. Oh, well, uh, we got school starting tomorrow at my house. What? Same. Good you, Jonathan. Oh my gosh. Tomorrow is uh tomorrow is a meet and greet, and then Tuesday school starts. Oh my goodness. Yeah. yeah. I'm happy I'm not you guys. I'm whining because I have in services on Tuesday. Oh. Well, we're homeschool, so you know. Uh, yeah. Well, that's um, better. That's better than. Jonathan, what do you got in closing, brother? Um, I don't know. We didn't get a, a introduction to the song, I Can't Stop You. But just listening to the words of the song, it kind of made me think, you know, one of those if you love them, let them go kind of situations, you know. And uh, just learn to to kind of recognize when, when – you're outgrowing people, you know what I mean? Um, don't you, you need to let them go too, 
You know, don't 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 hold on to the ball and chain or that's holding you back. If if you've got growing to do and there's something in your life holding you back, cut it loose, grow, never stop. That's good. Gabriel, you got anything in closing? Man, it's a good word there. Well, on that, I'm just, I, I guess I'm just not going to be able to do this show anymore, you know, if I look at it the way he just talked about it. Just, uh... Are you breaking up with us right now? What? Oh, the shots are fired now for sure. Yes. No, man. Oh, that, well, those chips are eating his brain. Those that that song is actually. I mean, you're exactly spot on with it. It is. It's a you know, you can't hold somebody down who who wants to run. You know, I think a lot of people have been there and, and been that way. And you can, it's applicational as you know to the relationship sector, but it can also be to a friendship. You know, if somebody is not reciprocating friendship and they just keep blowing you off and blowing you off i mean freaking quit just quit <laughs> like quit putting effort into stuff like that it's a waste of energy amen yes. if it ain't making you better than ain't being it's not worth being part of that's right miss eichmann um i thought that was my um let me hold on one second um, no, I don't really have anything. You're gonna have to cut the dead air, you know. I can't have even thank our guest. Thank you, Gabe, for being here. Oh, <laughs> had the whole show, <laughs> had the whole show to prepare for this moment. She's got nothing. I know, right? It's just, I, um, yeah, yeah. Enjoy well, your in service, Mr. Peterson. Yeah, well, oh. that's I got a day to work. Um, Everyone's got one of these. We didn't do our call to action today yet. Uh, make sure, uh, you know, we say the narrative a lot. Um, you know, there's some people that come out and want to do push-ups for recognition. Some people want to go on a ruck march for recognition. Some people want to come on and argue that none of those things help to, to save veteran and first responders. We don't care. We, we're here to help our veterans and first, respo- uh, first responders regardless of what vehicle and opportunity you use. But what I do know is connection will save lives. Do a six-pack. Six people. Six people, 36 seconds. Hey, I was just thinking about you. In your contact list, doesn't have to be a veteran, doesn't have to be a first responder. We know that this is an issue going on in our country as a whole but we are losing between 17 and 75 veterans per day. Um, the numbers can be calculated in the first responders because they're mixed and mingled into the, the general population because they live with us every single day and are in our world every single day. Reach out to six people. Say, hey, I was thinking about you. Pass that message on. Go out. Be a champion. And, uh, hey, make people better because when you make people better, you make yourself better. With that, we've got J. Mark Bailey in Deepest Blue. We'll see you tomorrow at 4.30 at our WP3 Weekly Debrief, and uh, we will talk to you uh, on the flip side. Patriot Pride. I sent you pictures From every place I'd been to Tried to call you 
Guess this cowboy life I'm living Ain't what you needed Couldn't stop you leaving My last ride in Amarillo Left me battered and bruised But baby, without you I'm bluer than those mountains in Virginia Bluer than that grass that grows round old Kentucky homes I'm bluer than a Patsy Klein song through an AM radio This is the deepest blue I've ever known I never thought that I'd have to choose between eight years and eight seconds. My heart feels fenced in. This morning, halfway to shine, I almost broke down, nearly turned around. I pulled over on the shoulder to watch the western sunrise through teardrops in my eyes I'm bluer than those mountains in Virginia Bluer than that grass that goes round old Kentucky homes I'm bluer than a Patsy Cline song through an AM radio This is the deepest blue I've ever known But then I get home And I'm all alone There's no hiding I'm bluer than those mountains in Virginia Bluer than that grass that grows round old Kentucky homes I'm bluer than a Patsy Cline song Through an AM radio Blue I've ever known 